Hey guys, we are the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am your host, Tanner. I am one of the co-hosts, Connor. And I'm your other co-host, GT. Guys, this podcast is centered around common themes that people in their 20s may be going through, whether it's anxiety, depression, other mental health things, relationships, and so much more. It's all about things that we're all going through together. We may think we're going through it individually, but the point of this podcast is bringing light to things that we're all going through together. We can't wait for you guys to hear about our thoughts with this. We upload weekly episodes every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. sharp. So please tune into that if you'd like to hear the episodes. We also all come together every week for a different topic, and we each share our perspective on that three times a week. So please look forward to those as well. And you guys can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at Let's Talk 20s Podcast. We look forward to seeing you guys soon. And with that being said, please enjoy this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I'm your host, Tanner, with, as always, the two co-hosts, GT and Connor Fellas. How are we doing? Two weeks. Yeah, it's it's been a minute since we've actually recorded an episode, but we're back at it with the topic for this week, the biggest lesson you've learned. So I'm curious to see how this episode turns out. So all of us are going to kind of be discussing the lessons we learned over the years, current lessons that we're currently experiencing, maybe something in the past that we still relate to on a day-to-day basis that truly has impacted us in a positive or negative manner. We'll get into that for sure. But it's going to be a great episode with my two best friends as usual. But fellas, before we start this episode, I feel like we should do a little segment from here on for the next 17, 18 weeks. And I think we all know what that segment's going to be about. Week one, we still got Monday Night Football right now. But week one, fantasy team, give give us a 20, 30 second analysis of how our fantasy team did play well or did not play well. Oh, man. I'll go quick. I'll go quick. So what happened was Saquon didn't do too hot. I need Josh Allen to go off. And... Basically, I just had guys that were right underneath what they should have gotten. And I get it, it's first week, but I'm excited to see how they go from here and just put it on everybody. So I can't wait to play Tanner. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting considering I'm absolutely dominating an elite that I'm in with uh, GTA. It does help that I had the Cowboys defense put up 35 plus points, but my team's looking very solid. Week one, Calvin Ridley was a big gamble however it turned out to pan well at least for week one you know it's week one all all the kinds of upsets and shit happened this first week and that doesn't determine the whole season but week one literally 99.9 percent chance of winning so i'm happy about week one and yeah i think i play gt next week is it i think is it next week i don't know it's it's sometime soon sometime soon but what about you connor well, see, you're happy the Cowboys defense did well because you had him. I was against the Cowboys defense, so I'm pissed. <laughs> Rightfully so, but it's okay. I mean, I'm against Milo, bro, and it's fine. I mean, he he no, he not. went from a 2% chance to win to a 47% chance to win uh, tonight. I just need Stephon Diggs to perform, and I'll be fine. I had Joe Burrow severely underperform. I hope he, he gets better, <clears throat> but it's okay because I had – I at least had Alexander Madison, Mike Evans, and the 49ers. I had their defense, so that was really nice to have because they they weren't as dominant as the Cowboys, but they were the second, were one of the best defenses. So they got me a ton of points, and everybody else performed relatively okay. I had Barkley too, but we know what happened with the Giants. So I just need Stephon Diggs, and he's already got some good points, and it's only first quarter. So 
if he keeps this up, I can win. So I don't know if I've won yet. I will know in two hours. Well, best of luck. You know, we'll keep track throughout the weeks and you'll see the fluctuation of, of people's happiness or depression, depending on how our, <laughs> our teams do throughout this season. But talking about this episode, guys, the biggest lesson you've learned, Connor, I believe you have the first question to start off this episode. Yep, I do. You know, I know there's a lot of different big lessons that we've learned in life, and we're going to try to isolate it to like one of our biggest. But I feel like there are moments in life when we are maybe a little more receptive to certain types of advice when we're going through something. So I wanted to ask you guys, where were you at in life? Like, think about biggest piece of advice or some of the biggest pieces of advice you've heard, and then think about your life situation and think about the context of that. Where were you at in life when you heard some of your most impactful lessons? Is there a similarity between those times in life for you if that's happened multiple times? Or is there really just like only like one big moment for you? What do y'all think? I would say a lot of people would tell you that it's when you're at your lowest is when you hear your biggest lessons. But I'm going to throw in curveball because I think it's always a mixture of both. And we always talk about how everybody has different lives and different roads and different paths. But I've seen some of my biggest lessons I've learned are actually when I've got everything going for me. I've learned a bunch of different things that I'll get into later, but it's basically one of those like, you know, relax, like don't let this go away from you because it can be gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good take. I was going to say something maybe a little different. Obviously, I I do agree with the sense of most of the time when we hear certain advice or we learn lessons ourselves, it tends to be as a result from maybe a bad experience or at at a low mentally, physically, whatever. However, the different scenario for me that I'll add in addition to that is maybe when other people are experiencing their version of lows and they're kind of expressing what they went through and how that impacted them, whether I will or will not experience that myself directly. It's it's nice to hear people who have overcome certain obstacles or have experienced different things in their life and to kind of have a different perspective on certain outcomes, whether you will or will not experience that directly, that I've heard that, you know, those most impactful lessons from others. Absolutely. I like that. What about you, Connor? Yeah, I mean I don't I don't want to repeat y'all's answers because I think for me, it was because, yeah, it, it was when I was at a low, but the situation also conversely happened. I've I've said this quote before on the podcast, and it's something my mom taught me. It was when, when I, when I was dealing with something and I was trying to um, work through something and I couldn't figure it out. And I kept doing the same thing over and over again. Like I would um, maybe feel inadequate about, I don't know, like my body or something like that. And I would work out, but I wouldn't do it properly. And I would get frustrated. And it was like the moment I was ready to hear a piece of advice is when the pain of staying the same than like my fear of trying to change something about myself. So that's when I was my most receptive because a lot of times people don't want to change, which is fine. Like that's, that happens, but sometimes you get into a routine, you get depressed, you get anxious, whatever you go through. And sometimes you just, whatever fear you have of trying to change things because you're worried that you can't do it, it just loses it after you're like, I can't do this anymore. I got to do something different. So that's when I have been most receptive, I would say, to hearing certain types of advice. My two lowest points in life is when I felt like that. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like, but we always talk about how 
lessons are always learned throughout. And I mentioned good couple podcasts ago that the wisest we are is ultimately on our deathbed because that's when we've learned the most and we have been able to retain as much and we've learned and experienced more so but that also makes me think of is our biggest lesson learned still to come because we talk about is it what's the biggest lesson you've learned well what if that's only temporary what if something new comes along you're like oh snap and now that overcomes and takes over number one spot. Yeah, I think you'd be pretty bold to say that your biggest lesson has been learned thus far. I think we do become wiser with age, as you as you just said. And I personally have experienced a, a decent bit of life at 24 years old. And I think that my life perspective is maybe slightly different than most people my age or our age. But in general, it'd be bold for me to say that what I've experienced thus far may be the hardest experiences of my life. You know, you never know what happens in the future. God forbid something does happen. And like we just said, sometimes the the hardest lessons we learn tends to be at our low points. So you never know what happens in the future, or what lessons or obstacles are, are before you in the future. But I think that I still have lots to learn. And I'd be naive in terms of pretending like I have it all together or you know that that I have a lot a lot to offer when in reality I have yet to experience a lot of life's first such as a kid and marriage and a bunch of other things that bring brand new lessons to our lives as well so yeah i think you i mean we've talked sometimes on the podcast about one of the things that you can do for yourself that's a good piece of advice if you're trying to work through something and you're trying to make something better for yourself is like be a lifelong learner, be somebody who is willing to adapt and be somebody who's willing to learn new things. And your life situation is going to change in ways that you can't predict. A lot of times that's when life happens most. We're, we're three 20-year-old guys and we, we can give advice on what we have experienced in life. Sure, of course, but we are, we're still pretty young. It doesn't mean that we, we don't know everything. We're going to have a lot of other stuff that we've got to learn depending on where our lives go. And I think only by the time that we're a little bit older, we'll be able to maybe be like, okay, what was the biggest lesson that I've learned? But you can still, it still is important to, you know, think about where you are now. So I still want to think about where I am now in life. Like, this is what I've learned so far. Yes, that could change, but the the story is still being written to this day. So who who knows what kind of conflict will change the plot of the story? Yeah, no, I... I definitely agree with both of you guys. So, and I'm going to add another layer, another level to it. I think it's, we might have learned a big lesson, but I think we learn more depth of a lesson the older we get with the more events that we encounter and are part of. I think we get to learn the the deeper the roots really run into lessons instead of at face and at the surface. You know, we actually get to see just how far do these roots go down mm. and just how far they spread apart, how far they go down, how they're just all over the place. Instead of we just see this decent sized tree or this big tree and we think, OK, it might be this far down, this far wide. But in reality, it could be way bigger and you get to appreciate the depth of those. So I think it's 
you might learn the face value in the upfront of a lesson, but you don't truly get to appreciate the whole lesson. Yeah, I like that a lot because sometimes yeah. even our thoughts and perspective on certain lessons or certain ethics or morals that we carry with ourselves now may evolve as we experience different things in our life too, right? So I think I think that's a great point that you brought up. And to kind of piggy off piggy off of that question, it's similar but also different in its own aspect is kind of talking about how we've experienced certain things in our life up until now, right? And we've experienced how some lessons, they will teach you whatever they're trying to teach you right there in the moment. But sometimes lessons can reveal themselves later on without you even realizing it. So I want to ask you, gentlemen, what was a lesson that you learned much after the situation happened that you that greatly impacted you now? First one that comes to my mind is don't mold to somebody else. Be you. Why are you chasing after other people? Why are you trying to be like other people, but not but yet not trying to be the best you? Because that's the true beauty in life is when I truly was starting to understand the concept of everyone has their own life. Like after YOLO, dude, I was even like ignorant when YOLO came out. You only live one life. I wasn't, <laughs> bro. I was so ignorant. Dude, I was like, yeah, we, we only live one life. Let's get lit. Let's have fun. Yeah. But then I was still chasing to be like other people. And then when I truly started to understand it, and I think it was, I started being around more situations. I was talking with more people. I was just more out. I wasn't as like held back. I wasn't like shy. I went out and I went to talk to people and I started talking to anybody and everybody. And that's when I really started to realize that dude, life is beautiful and everyone's different. Why the hell am I trying to be just like somebody else when I can literally do whatever I want in this life within reason, obviously. But I definitely would say it's when I was a kid was trying to chase and be like others instead of being the true GT that I'm still becoming and learning to fully embrace and love even more because you love yourself more and more every day. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Great advice, GT. Seriously. The singers from GT today with the podcast. No, the, the thing that I think of, I mean, there's, there's several lessons that, yeah, I've realized afterwards, but some of, some of that's been reoccurring. I think the biggest one, it's a little personal, but I remember when I was younger, I was 15 or, or I think it was 15, 14, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. It was like 14 or 15. My granddad passed away. And I remember one thing that I went through in the moment was that I felt like I wasn't sad enough. I felt like I wasn't really mourning it. I was upset, of course. I did tear up and stuff, but I was actually being really hard on myself at the time because I wasn't bawling and I wasn't freaking out and I wasn't losing my mind and stuff. And so I was really hard on myself for a couple of months, but I kind of let it go after a certain amount of time because I just kind of focused on helping my mom and my grandma get through that. And, you know, they just lost their father and husband, respectively. So I just wanted to be there for them. And I remember a couple months later, I I think I saw a picture of him or I came back over to my grandma's house and I saw something of his and I broke down and I start I just I lost it. I started crying. And the lesson that I learned was that I should not have an expectation for how I am supposed to act or whatever expectation is supposed to happen in certain situations. There's no 
I mean, I mean, there's obviously wrong ways to act in certain situations. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, if you have this expectation that you're supposed to, when something good happens to you, you're supposed to be, oh, I'm here and, and stuff like that. Or when something sad happens, oh, I'm supposed to be here. That just puts a lot of unnecessary pressure and expectations on yourself. And if you don't reach it, then somebody like me is going to analyze why I didn't get there in the first place. And then I'm going to think there's something wrong with me. And the reality is a lot of the times you can't really control that. Like you can't, you can't always control what your natural reaction to situations are going to be. You are going to have instinctive responses and you can control what happens afterwards. And you can control if you're going to like maybe act on your natural instinct for sure, but you don't need to necessarily be so hard on yourself for things like that. So that was a, that was a big lesson where I was just like, you know what, some emotional situation comes up and instead of analyzing how I should feel, I'm just going to feel it and just see what happens. And that kept me more present. So that was a big one. I like that. I like that a lot. Thanks, I man. did too. I, I did really too. That's a, like both of those answers are very legit. I, I honestly can't decide between two. So I'm just going to briefly talk about both. The first one for me that I have learned was in the past, some of the relationships or friendships I've had, ended up falling apart because the person didn't necessarily in my eyes respect my boundaries or what my expectations were within a friendship and i've come to realize that maybe i need to realize that people won't change for you and people will be who they are and that doesn't mean that they're any less or just because they're different and have different personality traits than you doesn't mean that they shouldn't be some of your friends or family or, you know, whatever it is, accept people for who they are. And then the second one is to realize that people aren't thinking of you as much as you think they are. Bro, and, yes. And that can go in different avenues of don't be so worried about what people think of you. Or if you're trying to act like someone else as GT mentioned about his, but it also means in terms of you don't always need to worry about reaching out to people and worrying about what other people are doing in their life. And you can focus on yourself and realize that maybe if people aren't reaching out to you as much as you like, that doesn't mean that they don't give a shit about you. And you should also be upset with them as well. Just realize people are just doing their own thing. And, and especially where we are, where we're all trying to go about in all different areas of our life. We're all doing our own different thing. And so it's very easy for us to get caught up in our own life and maybe not think about others you know, friends, family, whatever that are close to even close to us. So those are the two big ones for me is that, you know, accept people for who they are and don't try to change people. And then also people aren't thinking of you as much as you think. And that can be a good thing or a bad thing, depending how you look on it. But for me, it's been freeing since I've had that realization. Yeah, I think that's cool. Real quick. I think we all have experienced this because we've talked about this going off of Tanner, the one that you were talking about, how accept other people for how they are and not to have that expectation but what if you know how we talk about not everybody that comes with you can go with you what about in that part you you get to truly appreciate who they really are but then what if they're true them and you get to see that and they grow into something that wasn't what they were how does that make you feel because i'm starting to see that with one of my friends but like it's, in a positive way, you're saying? Like in a, in a positive manner or a bad way? It's oh, kind of like way. not how I experienced it growing up and how it's kind of almost like a flip. That's one, something I wanted to ask y'all. How do y'all feel about that? 
that's a lesson I've had to learn. That sometimes you just got to cut people off because they're not supposed to be there. Like you said, some people are may are seasonal. Some people are permanent. Some people are there to help you learn stuff on your path. God's going to put people in you, your path and on your journey to help teach you what you might not be able to learn by yourself or experience and go through by yourself. And he's going to put those people there in specific times because of his guy, of his plan for you. So how do y'all feel about that? I mean, it's all dependent on what your, uh, what your values and what you want to set as the limitations or expectations are for you. It's, you know, we talked about it in a previous episode, so I don't want to get too much into it. But my short answer is that what you can deal with GTA in terms of what your friend may be doing that's disrespectful in your eyes or what he may be doing that is damaging your friendship you may have more patience than what my boundaries of what I expect my friends to do in terms of respecting me or our friendship, right? So I think it all depends on the individual and, and realizing that, yes, it's it's a hard thing to do, but sometimes people, unfortunately, they have to come and go. And that's something about you outgrowing and going in different paths. And that's completely fine. That's part of life. You know, you can't, you can't expect everyone to experience life and grow individually and outwardly at the same pace you are so yeah yeah i don't want to say too much because i mean i agree i used to not be like that because i used to want to believe that any kind of connection that you make with somebody you can hold on to it in some capacity but i just don't think that at this point what i've learned about myself is that i just can't hold on to everything like that anymore there are some stages of life that you have where you are just trying to be there for yourself and you're trying to do things for yourself and you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and you might come to a realization that maybe some values or some things that you're doing some hobbies that you had just aren't things you want to do anymore and you probably form some kind of community because of it and that's totally fine there's nothing wrong with that but it's just if you decide to make a change for yourself and push past that it doesn't necessarily mean you have to tell them to screw off or anything. Yeah, no, that's a lesson. That's just something I've been learning. And I really want to yeah. get like y'all's take on it. But going into the next thing, what made y'all's biggest lesson learned so far the biggest lesson you've learned? It's kind of similar to what you said, Tanner. I think the biggest lesson that I learned is that not people just don't think about you as much as you think that they do and really it's it has more to do with there's so many things that you can overthink in life and it kind of led to the real big lesson which is the the simplest thing is usually the right answer i learned that when i was younger in high school that it was always the thing that i was worried about and i would always overanalyze things but the simple answer was that people just wouldn't think about me that much and that was something that my dad taught me and it was when i was going off into college and he and I were reconciling after a rough time in our lives. And I just remember talking about some of the stuff I was going through and he was like, Connor, the the simpler, the better, whatever is in your head, whatever decision you got to make, whatever you got to do in your life, like the more complex, sometimes there are complicated situations, but a lot of the times the solution, the simpler, the better. And that's one thing that's always stuck with me where I will lose sight of it sometimes, but I'll always come back to it. If I'm going through something, I'm trying to analyze it. And I'm like, you know what? The simpler, the better. What is the simplest answer? And it's usually that. 
it usually is that um it it has led to a lot of other life lessons that I've learned, but that that is the biggest one, and it just came from me needing to hear that at a time when I was really uncertain about my future. But the simple answer, instead of me being like a terrible person and all this other stuff, was that I was just nervous because I was about to go be an adult, for example. So that's that's what it was like for me. I like that. I I, I love the personal examples that all of us have given so far. Mm-hmm. And mine's extremely vague. And you guys and what I've shared with people who listen or know me personally understand to a decent degree of how my childhood was and the things I've experienced that made me who I am. And whether they're good or bad experiences, the one thing that has helped me through it all is really just realizing that it is what it is. So much of the things that happen in our life that we grasp and desperately try to hold on to that we think are in our control are absolutely 0% in our control. And that can be a scary thought for a lot of people. It was a very scary thought for me because I do like to, you guys won't believe this. I like to sometimes be controlled things and I really, okay, shut up now. And, and the host V co-host. Hmm. Really? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I like to have the comfort of feeling like I'm secure and everything that's going on is, is okay. And it's in my hands, but life is not that way. There's so many outside factors and things that are so out of your control that the more you try to stress about and control what's going on in your life, the more you realize that, oh my God, like I, there's so much more to it. So it is what it is. The factors that helped me realize that kind of mindset is the good and the bad and realizing that I cannot change the past and I cannot prevent the future and I can barely, merely be present and just take what God has given me and, and try to continue to move forward. There is no other option. And it's very easy to sulk and grieve with everything that has happened for you know really anyone who's gone through any experience but you just have to keep moving forward and realize that it is what it is and just keep pushing through and there there's always a light at the end of the tunnel so that's kind of my hoorah but biggest lesson because it's so applicable on a day-to-day basis but also on a large scale as well mine's very vague as well so i'm gonna go on the route of really appreciate the little things and appreciate everything that you get to be encounter and do enjoy every day be more appreciative for everything why when i was younger i was taking some things for granted but then i started learning from the real world that hey there's your life can be way worse way worse and you think that just because something didn't happen your way now like you're having a bad day so it's to truly appreciate the little things and appreciate every day and everything that I'm able to be blessed to say that I was alive and I was able to encounter and I was able to be around and have the blessing and people that I was around. Mm -hmm. God has you on this earth for some reason. You may not know what it is, but you need to be appreciative that you're still here because you're going to find out and he's going to guide you along that path. So I would say that's my biggest lesson is be appreciative and don't take things for granted because dude it could be gone before we even know it yep no couldn't couldn't agree more with all our scenarios whether they're vague or not if you find them extremely meaningful and applicable to you then that is the most impactful lesson that you've learned right there is no 
one right or one wrong answer for sure. And speaking of lessons, kind of talking about what we've learned in the past, I kind of want to talk about something a little different, talking about the biggest lesson you learned that you wish you didn't learn yet. So maybe something you learned in your past or something that you think that would have been more impactful and meaningful if it was taught now to your current self versus maybe something you experienced in previous years. I wish I didn't know just how good I had it sometimes. Like, I'm glad I learned it. But, like, at the same time, I kind of wish I didn't. So that way I was, I'd be a little bit more hungry. I'd work harder. I'd truly be more of a go-getter. Even though I think I'm a go-getter. But I think if I didn't know just how good I had it. At a young age, because everyone's like, oh, my God, you live in such a nice, live in a nice neighborhood. All your parents make a lot of money. I think I'd have been hungrier. And even though it's hard to think about that, that's something I think I wish I would have learned a little bit later. But I am appreciative that I did learn it when I did, because that is my life. And that's what God intended. But. I wish I learned that later, so that way I didn't take some things for granted like that. That's one thing I wish. I got one too. It has nothing to do with your lesson, GT, and I think that's a great lesson, definitely applicable for you and some people. I don't know why it made me think of this, but one lesson that I learned when I was younger is that there's always a reason why so like I was an overanalyzer I was very emotional and sensitive and I would always react to maybe ways that people would treat me like in high school and stuff like that this is actually a piece of advice that I think that I wish somebody had given to me now so that I actually could challenge it I guess this is a piece of advice that I heard where it was basically there's always a reason why that something like that happens and so I, whenever I would try to like understand that or figure that out, I would always overanalyze myself and other people. And so it got me into this pattern when I became older after a certain point where I overanalyze too much. And sometimes things just happen in life for no reason. Or sometimes even if there is a reason, you don't need to analyze it. It's just It just is what it is. It's like Tanner's lesson. It is what it is. And so because I always thought there was a reason that people acted a certain way or stuff was going on. I have always tended to overanalyze things. And I wish that I had heard that lesson now, because I think with my life experience, I would be able to use that, the context of that to go, maybe that sometimes is true, but it's not always true, but it can be helpful in certain situations. I think I would have been able to be more realistic with it now than I was when I was a little more younger and idealistic. I could figure out what I was thinking and what everybody else was thinking, because I just got to a point where I had to understand everything. And when I didn't, then I'd go crazy. So I wish I didn't hear that because it would have saved me a lot of years of overthinking, I think. I don't know if that's answering the question, but by you, Tanner? There are certain things such as maybe be your biggest advocate that we're told as kids when we don't really have too much responsibility or things that we have to do in life. Whereas now as young adults, being your biggest advocate to me means so much more than it did when I was younger because I have more responsibilities and I'm truly chasing something that obviously is a hundredfold more difficult than anything I was trying to grab for when I was, you know, in elementary school or middle school, right? But I, I'm going to stay firm with my belief of 
as I said, it is what it is. Things happen for a reason. And you have things set forth in front of you, your challenges to happen in that current moment for whatever reason, whether you see it now or you may never see it. There's something out there telling you that you need to experience this now and there's a reason why and for a negative or for a positive. And I don't know. I think just the previous question that we asked was how things can kind of grow in you over time. And you look back maybe, for example, with like Connor just said about his childhood, how he's looking back on his childhood advice now and realizing that that kind of negatively impacted him in a way or that advice actually has grown on him over the years. So I think that principle actually works for this question, at least in my opinion of maybe it wasn't impactful back then. Sure. Yeah. But but sometimes certain aspects or lessons uh, grow on you over time. Any closing thoughts on this topic, gentlemen, the biggest lesson you've learned? Any closing thoughts you want to add to this episode here? Because I think it was a good one. So yeah. but do you guys have any closing thoughts on the topic? Loved it. I think there's so much depth to it that we're going deep. But we might not be as deep because there's still more that we have to learn after this podcast from this. If this podcast, it's going to grow forever. This podcast is not going to ever just hit a plateau because we're going to keep learning after this. That's what is a crazy thought to have. It is kind of crazy, man, because we can look back on this, you know, five, ten years from now on YouTube or Spotify, assuming those platforms are still around and look back and remember how we're feeling in the in this moment right now what we're experiencing right now good or bad and how we've overcome that or you know how our mindset has changed i completely agree it is it is kind of crazy to to think about that I mean, those roots are going to go all over dude branches everywhere we don't we have no idea we have no idea that's the beauty of it or scary thought you know depending how you want to look at it but how that's that's life that's life i love it connor what do you have i mean i love the whole approach that you guys are taking with it's not over it's life is going to change in a lot of different ways and we're going to learn a lot more things about ourselves as we get older we could look back on this podcast and go man we were stupid you know or whatever but like (laughs) that's life right like you never you you only know where you are now right that's all you can do um i would just say that if you are listening to this and you're asking this question yourself, what's the biggest lesson I've learned? You're like, oh, I don't know. I've learned a lot of great things. Well, then maybe maybe that that's your lesson. There doesn't have to be like any kind of standard for what you've learned or what you have to do in life, right? Who, who knows? It's got to be applicable to what's good for you. There's no standard. There's no right way to approach any of these topics that we talk about here on this podcast. If you get anything from it at all, then that's that's a positive, not for us, but for you. And that's what it's about. This is a podcast for you. Yeah, I mean, we get to talk about stuff for us, but this is just to get people thinking. This is just to get people to be like, wow, I go through this. I know what y'all are talking about. Or, oh, wow, I've never thought about that. I don't know. Just don't feel pressured to feel like you always have to have an answer sometimes to anything that we talk about or anything anybody asks you like that. Just take it one step at a time, focus on the little things and focus on the present. My last thing I'll say, that novel is going to be written until God takes you away. And that art piece, the depth and beauty behind all of it and the appreciation for that work of art will happen after you are gone from this earth. It's crazy. Your painting will never be done and your novel will not be done until you are gone from this earth. Yeah, I 
I completely agree with everything that's been said up until this the second here, and I think it's been a fantastic episode. The only thing I will add is to anyone who's watching or listening, maybe you feel like you do not have a significant lesson or significant hardship that you can provide to someone else, but I truly disagree with that statement. I think your lessons and hardships are some of the most impactful ways that can shape you into who you are as a person now. And no matter how small of a contribution you think you have in order to help others around you, everyone has a story to to share and someone out there can definitely take away from something that you've experienced, good or bad. Yeah, so absolutely. don't be don't be afraid to to help others around you and realize that everyone's going through something and whether you think your story is insignificant or not, I promise you it's not everyone's it's story is just as important and impactful as the next person. So love yourself. Guys, I appreciate you tuning in to yet another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. Connor and GT, as usual, thank you for being lovely co-hosts. Guys, take care of yourself. Have a great rest of your week. And until the next one, guys, peace. Mic drop. Goodbye.